from the playing fields to the sidelines, from Florida to California, from the Big 12 to the Big 10. Welcome to the wide world of rap. Live from the 93.7 The Ticket studios in the heart of Lincoln, America, on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here is your host, Chris Raff. All right, everybody, we are back. This is the wide world of rap. It is Wednesday night. I got the man, the myth, the legend, Harrison with me. Harrison, the man, the legend. I like that. That's a lot of titles. The nighttime, the nighttime. (laughs) What should it be? The nighttime. Hmm. Do we need like a great nighttime nickname for you? No, I don't know. I thought, I've, actually, I've actually thought about this just because I've gotten so pasty, unfortunately, being in studio all the time. It's like <laughs> I felt like the vampire of the ticket weekend, Ooh. ticket weeknights. It's kind of getting to that point. The czar of the late night. The czar of the late. That's not a bad one. I mean, it's, it's got it got a ring to it. Yeah, pretty much. It's uh, it's been nice though. I, I'm not gonna lie though. Ticket weeknights has just gotten awesome lately. Having uh, obviously all the weekly shows in here, we have people like teammates. Uh, you know, Amon Green was never in the fold for ticket weeknights, but now yeah. we have him every Thursday six. So again, if you're not paying attention to ticket weeknights, it's really taken off. Um, obviously with an insertion of our daytime guest having their own personal podcast, it's it's been awesome to say the least. I was um at the state fair for almost two weeks got back but saturday night i get or was it friday no friday night okay i get back from the fair it's probably around ooh, man 9 30 10 o'clock mm-hmm. and i i was like who kansas is playing and friends with coach Leipold down in kansas so i always keep an eye on him so i i pull up espn plus and i'm i hear the 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 commentator the analyst or you have the or you have the the broadcaster, and yeah. the, the color commentator. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that voice, it's so familiar. And all of a sudden, I'm like, that's Almond Green. <laughs> yeah. So it's pretty cool to see Almond doing doing that for the Kansas game. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, we're here. We're back again. Wide roll to Ralph. And tomorrow night, oh, it's like it's like Christmas Eve right now. Yeah, I'm looking at my chops. It's it's about time. I'm- we open up our presents tomorrow night. We got the return of the national football ball league it's a good time to be alive oh it's the best you, mean, are you a fantasy football guy ref i have one league that i participate in i've been doing it for like i think we've been doing it for like 15 years and it's like all the guys that from the neighborhood where i grew up in like when i was like a little kid oh that's awesome it's all your like so good high school friends from the neighborhood yeah, back like in the day grade school grade school junior high high school so we've been doing that for like 15 years i think there's only like eight of us in the league. It's pretty funny because about three of them, they go to bed at like 8 p.m. So they auto draft and it's it gets frustrating sometimes when they auto auto draft because. Oh, especially if you have like the time sets like two minutes per pick. Well, we have one of those. It begins year. skipping through. Mm-hmm. But the frustration is this is I had two guys before me that were auto drafting this year. And say you want to draft a guy and it picks the very next one. And you're thinking to yourself, well, he wouldn't normally draft that. And you're like counting forward and you're like, okay, so I have the eighth pick and mm-hmm. that player is at night number seven. You're like, well, he's going to get auto-drafted. Yep. So you lose out on him. So yeah, the part is tough. Like, you, you know, like the, even if they, uh, they got two wide receivers, you know, they say they got Hill and cup, obviously no one's really going to get that. Yeah. Uh, but if they take another superstar, it's frustrating. Yeah. It can be annoying. And then it gets even worse when they, when they end up winning the league and they auto-drafted and it's like. We had a close call. I was uh, luckily the winner in my group last year, and we had a close call where the auto drafter almost oh, shook things fun. up in the playoffs. I've been participating for, like I said, it's very close to 15 years now, and 
I've second is like the best I've ever. What happens to me is, well, some years I just am horrible, but then there's other years where I'm close to winning and then people end up sitting out players at the end of yeah. the year and I end up losing. Or one year I needed one point out of receipt. I forgot who it was, but my one buddy never let me hear the end of it. And I was like, all I needed was one point and he did not participate that's why i don't typically like to brag i'll brag to my friends who are in there but yeah you can never don't run around town bragging about being in your fantasy yeah. <laughs> I'm, trying to, a... I'm trying to determine this year i guess um jeff at Farrell's. they yeah. have the fitness fanatics they they hold they do a little DraftKings thing for some of the Farrell's people so i might have to throw in a few dollars on there i think he does it on DraftKings. so i should get in on that too yeah show up we can just show up have him send a link listening. jeff i'm sure i'm sure he's listening because he's he's a devout listener to all my programs he might be so. in bed by now yeah he's got to get up at <laughs> yeah. 3 30 to go work out so what i was thinking for tonight was we have a little first week nfl preview show and we'll just go and we'll look through every game and then we will decide or we will tell you who's going to win the game yeah i'll get the spreads on those two kind of see bro what no thinking. we don't do spreads come on now <laughs> we don't do that that's crazy we just pick winners here but we, we, we can do that, too. We can do spreads and all that fun stuff. I was just saying, look, see the way the world's looking at the game. Yeah. But we'll avoid the, the world. spreads. Yeah. So the first game tomorrow night kicks off at 720 on NBC. You've got the world champion. Oh, it pains me to say that. Oh, I just hate saying that. But we've got the world champion, Kansas City Chiefs, versus Nick Sainert and Ray, Detroit Lions. So you got the Lions and Chiefs at Arrowhead. You got all the all the concerts and all the fireworks and all the pregame festivities. You got it all taking place. Man, Arrowhead or Kansas City's have the draft. Then you got this. You got having the Super Bowl. They're they're on high right now. Yeah, March they, Madness. They they did well in March Madness. Kansas State did uh, football. They're a lot better than people anticipate. They're up and up across the board in sports. Yeah, so Kansas City is a place to be right now. So you got the Chiefs and you got the Lions. So with this, I guess all eyes, I, I would say tomorrow night are on what happens with number 87. You had Travis Kelsey get injured in practice on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. They say a hyperextended knee. Yeah, apparently it's not as bad as kind of people, but it's, he's still week one. They're saying, a, they're saying it's a bone bruise. Mm -hmm. So I, I guess it's just, I guess I'm not sure how, how you, if you're the Chiefs, how you want to play this. If you want to maybe hold him out just, with the long, the long term, like say, you got the long season, so mm -hmm. you you set him out for a couple games just to make sure he comes back totally healthy, or do you try and rush him back? Or you know, I, I guess it, it'll be interesting to see what the organization decides to do because I'm sure if you're Travis Kelsey, you're like first game of the year NBC. I want to be out there with my guys, but yeah. then as an organization, you got to be like, hey, we're playing it for the long term here, so. It'll be curious to see what they what they do with him. And I don't he, think he hits the. I don't think he hits don't the think field. He plays. No, I think a guy like that, it, for how much you put on him later in the season, kind of what you're saying. Yeah, you're going to want to put a lot on him, especially when it gets down to clutch time. So yeah. I think, unfortunately, it's the Lions because it kind of their schedule eases up after that. But I think you know you're just going to have to sit him out, let your other guys work. Yeah, and I think too that this will just be maybe another notch for Patrick Mahomes to be like, hey. I can come out here and win without, you know, my number one tight end, my number one wide receiver, because he is their number one receiver. Looking yeah, he was their, last year. Numbers. He's looking at their, at their roster. I, I'm always big on Kadarius Tony. If he stays healthy, I think he could be 
huge in Kansas City because he's got all the tools. It's just the problem. He has a problem staying healthy. Mm-hmm. And then you got the Lions who last year had a, you know, a good year for them. Um, I think they're a program that's on the up and ups. You've got Jameer Gibbs that, that'll be making his first debut game. And then you got Jared Goff and you got Nick's was Amon St. Raw Brown mm-hmm. making his making his season debut, but I still think it'll be the Chiefs. Yeah. I you know when I kind of looked at the Lions, Lions almost remind me of like the Huskers last year. They played really hard. It felt yep. like a team that definitely believes in Campbell. Like yep. I don't think it's a culture issue. But I think they're a playoff team this year. There's they scare me. When I'm looking at the NFC North, I'm looking at Lions and Vikings. Yep. You know, I, I, it's yep. one of those two. Yep. I, as much as I love the Bears, I don't yeah, see, it. see. I don't know. I Bears, the Bears are my kind of my dark my, horse, my dark horse team. I think so. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna say the Chiefs. Um, I just think that being in front of ninety thousand people, that place is gonna be electric. And you always got, you've always got the wild card. You got number fifteen, and yeah. anytime you roll in with number fifteen behind center, you're gonna have a good chance at win, winning the game. So I'm, I'm still, even though. If they play without Travis Kelsey, I still think the Chiefs get it done tomorrow night. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see the Lions too. They got obviously they got Montgomery too in the backfield. Curious to see how they use him. If they just kind of try to eat clock up and play physical, because yep. I mean we've seen it time and time again. You don't want to get to last person with the ball wins with Mahomes. Yeah, and another thing too, if the Lions somehow pull off a victory, that is a springboard game for them. That could be that could be something that launches them the entire season knowing that they that they were able to get a victory at Arrowhead the first game against Patrick Mahomes. But I still think it'll be the Chiefs. Yeah, I think it's the Chiefs too. Look, if the Lions win it, you you said it. I mean, they'd have a tough matchup the next week against the Seahawks. But then you go on the Falcons, Packers, Panthers, Buccaneers. You're going to have some opportunities to kind of steamroll that win. Yep. So it's a good opportunity for him. But. I'll be curious too if Nick, if he flies into Denver tomorrow for the Colorado-Nebraska game, if he'll be wearing his Detroit Lions jersey in the – Denver Airport tomorrow, just supporting his Lions. Uh, he will. I'm sure he will. I mean, I, I, he got to do. He it. doesn't. He doesn't hide his shame. He'll, he'll wear that proudly. <laughs> All right. So then we'll move on. We will go to the. Well, I'll save. I'll save the Broncos for last, just because. Well, they're the Broncos, and you know, like, <laughs> you always got to save the best for last. But we'll start off with the noon game. We got the Houston Texans and the Baltimore Ravens. It's kind of the sleeper game for me. I'm thinking the Ravens roll in this one. Yeah. I think Lamar Jackson signs a big contract in the offseason. They've got all their it seems like they've got all their pieces now. They've got a receiving core. Um, you've got a running game. You got Dobbins, you got Beckham, mm-hmm. you've got you've got it strong. Think Bateman. Shot Bateman, he's a nice receiver too, obviously. Yeah. So I just think I you, you're gonna have the Texans. You're gonna have C.J. Stroud getting his first start with the Texans. Might have the best tight end too. I guess now that Kelsey, if he's sitting on Week One, you still got Mark Andrews. Yeah, they, they got. I mean, they've they've always had weapons. Lamar just hasn't been healthy. Yeah, so I think, and you got Lamar. You know, a lot of people, you know, haven't seen him play. I mean, he's had out the last like six or seven weeks last year. Yeah. So I think, even though I don't think he has anything to prove, I think he's gonna have that chip on his shoulder to really show people, and. He shot out some crazy predictions too this summer about throwing for over five thousand yards and fifty yeah. touchdowns and stuff like that. But you got the Ravens at Baltimore, Texans, Texans. I'll tell you this, Texans. I love D'Amico Ryan's. I love their head coach. I think he's going to really get Houston back in the up and ups to where they were winning division titles. I just don't think quite yet. 
So I'm going to go with the Ravens. I think they'll win quite convincingly. Yeah, I think it's a safe bet too. I'm kind of right there with the Texans. This is, you know, I think it's just your development for them. You look at the roster, they just don't have enough talent-wise. You'd be lying to yourself if you say they have enough to make a serious push. I think the big kicker for them will be with C.J. Stroud and how he gets through the season. Like, you don't want him to go um, when they – way back in the day, I always get – I always get the cars messed up. I do not know why this happens to me. David Carr. He was the use. Who, who's the who's the Saints quarterback? Carr is David. Derek Carr or right now? So Derek. Derek's okay. The, okay, I always get David. Throw me off. Yeah. So David Carr was the first round pick of the Texans. I always get the two cars messed up. Okay, I got you. He was his older brother. Well, what happened when first round pick came in? They put him under center the very first game. Got sacked a million times. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, next thing you know. When they finally started getting better, he was so gun shy, he never was able quite to put together that that career that you know you thought he might have had being a first first pick of the draft. So I'm just hoping that Stroud, they're able to work him in, not get him sacked a million times, and he's able to you know put together the pieces and mm-hmm. you know become a really successful NFL quarterback. So having Pierce at running back too, I think that's big. He he was a good pick yeah. last year, and to kind of have him like you said. He, it's not going to be on him. It's going to be like Trevor Lawrence rolling into Jacksonville with first year Urban Meyer. Yeah, you might have heard me say this before, but you probably want to run the ball a little bit and get your quarterback, <laughs> settle your quarterback in, you know, mm-hmm. not throw him out there and throw 40 times. If, if he has to throw the ball 40, 45 times, it'll be trouble in Houston, and that'll mean that the Ravens have put together quite the lead. So, yeah, we'll see how that all goes. And now we'll move on to the next 12 o'clock game. We've got the Cincinnati Bengals and the Cleveland Browns. In Cleveland, you've got Cleveland quarterback Deshaun Watson. I thought he very was he did not impress me much last year coming back from his suspension. I I, I expected more from what you'd seen him in Houston. So it's going to be interesting to see if he puts it all together again and becomes one of those elite quarterbacks. Because before the suspension, you were looking at Deshaun Watson, Patrick. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, of course, was ahead of him. But he was one of those quarterbacks. You're like, oh, Deshaun Watson will be able to, you know, threaten Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City. But then the suspension happened. He came back very under, just really not that impressive to me. Yeah, uh, they got they've got a good running game. They've got Nick Chubb, so um, they they got they've got pieces too. But once again, Cincinnati Bengals. You heard it today. The man, the myth, Joe Burrow. Hey, is, is are you guys related? The man, the myth. <laughs> so, yeah, we actually go. But back. Joe Burrow says he's ready to roll. He's ready to go. Um, it sounds like he's on the verge of signing the biggest contract in the history of the NFL. So you got Joe Burrow, Jamar Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, um, Joe Mixon, and Zach Taylor leading the charge. I'm going to go with the Bengals, even though it's in Cleveland. I'm going with the Bengals just because I think Joe Burrow is just he's. He's that guy, or mm-hmm. as you say, he's that dude. So I think the Bengals, I know he hasn't played all that much because he was, you know, with the with the injury that he had, but I think he's he'll be ready to go, and I think the Bengals. Yeah, it. I was close to Zag on that one. I almost want to go Browns just because for whatever reason, the Bengals are kind of slow out the gates the past couple of years. I'm not sure. Like last year, kind of a, not the start you'd expected. Yeah. Um, obviously, injuries too. It's going to change the game for you, but – yeah, I just think at this point, even if Burrow didn't quite have the full run in the offseason, he's been with those guys long enough now. Yeah. You know, it's not it's not gonna take him nearly as long to kind of plug in and play. So 
kind of there for if this was like you know maybe year two year three i'd go with the browns but he's been with that core for so long yep. now i don't think and he's gonna need time and it's another one of those games too if cleveland somehow can pull out a victory over the Bengals, it could be one of those you know diving board type things to where deshaun watson you know maybe escalates back up you know to the top because he's got once again he's got all the tools still i don't think they've eroded that much in the past two years mm -hmm. so it'll it'll be curious but I, I still think the Bengals. i just think i think jamar chase and joe burrow i think they have that sour taste in their mouth the way last season ended so what do you what do you expect to see from deshaun watson you kind of talked about last season but do you, do you expect it to flip this season or I do you don't think know. it's more of the same i don't know see i thought when he first came back from the suspension I expected him to be rusty, but I thought by the end of the year, he'd kind of get back to the old Deshaun Watson, but I never really did. I never saw it. And no, he never like, shook the rust off. So, yeah. So I'm like, maybe he needs an off season. Maybe he needs to get back. So, so, I mean, he's still, you got to believe he's still got all the talent, but it's just a matter of, will he be able to get back to what he used to be? And then you go back to thinking was some of that when he was in Houston, the coaching, you know, you had Bill O'Brien as the coach, maybe some of it was the coaching, but we'll find out and that's that's the best part about football is they play the games for a reason so we'll, yeah. we'll see we'll see i would guess right away you know what what deshaun watson is going to be like this year so that's what i was this game i was thinking about zagging on it because I'm, I'm really trying to think deshaun watson i think he's going to bounce back i think last yeah. year i don't think that's him. oh and the, it's a very small sample and for that town cleveland browns fans are crazy oh yeah i mean they are they are fans like sometimes you have some fans i kind of think kind of bandwagon but cleveland browns fans they go crazy for their team so they're, they're hoping and praying that deshaun puts together because if they don't man it it will be an uprising in cleveland yeah. so and especially with all the guaranteed money that they gave him oh so, he's yeah so you're gonna have to deal with that contract if it doesn't work out yeah it's it's not going anywhere and then you got another noon game you got the tampa bay buccaneers versus the minnesota vikings uh, you got the Buccaneers led by their new quarterback, Baker Mayfield, taking over for the retired, quote unquote, Tom Brady. I still think he's going to play this year. I don't know why I keep on thinking. Do you that. think he waits for a team to kind of make some noise and then he's like, you know what? I think so. sounds like a good destination for me. I, I don't know why I continue to think that I, every, every sign says he's retired, but because he's, he's pulled the plug on it once already that's yeah, why <laughs> and, I, and, and he hasn't been working out you haven't seen the videos of him working yeah, out as true. much like when he retired the first time and you saw him throwing on the beach and stuff i was like he hasn't retired he's he's just taking a little bit of a break but this time it it really looks like he's completely retired i probably have to admit that to my after week 10 i will admit to myself that he's <laughs> retired but until that time comes i still think there's a chance tom brady returns back to the nfl and plays somewhere this year but meanwhile, in Tampa Bay, you got Baker Mayfield. This is the final shot for Baker Mayfield. I, I've said it a couple times. I thought maybe the Rams last year, but he played decent for the Rams at times to give him a shot to start. But the thing is, is they are going to have a quick hook for him. If, yeah. he, if he does not succeed right away, they'll have, they'll have Trask in there super, super fast. And then for the Vikings, you've got Kirk Cousins who – it's Kirk Cousins. He's going to give you 35 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, 4,000 yards passing. He's just consistent. It's what he does. But the Vikings this year are kind of different for me because they don't have the the running back. They don't have Delvin Cook mm -hmm. this year. So Over on the Jets with Reese Hall. So I'm not sure if 
if the Vikings become one of those teams that starts, I mean, they already threw the ball a lot because you got Jefferson, who's arguably one of the top, I'd say two or three receivers in the NFL, if not number one. Mm-hmm. So and Thielen's gone, right? Yep, Thielen left. So you got you got Jefferson and you've got um oh why am I forgetting his name? Um Jordan Addison. You Jordan got Addison. Jordan Addison from USC, and then you got still got your tight end. And then you got the tight end, uh, Hawkinson. Hawkinson, and then you got uh, a receiver that's played really well as the number three receiver over the last few years has been KJ Osborne from Buffalo mm-hmm. or Miami and Buffalo. He played both places. I watched him play at Buffalo. So to me, he's always a bull, but he ended his career in Miami. So you have those guys. So it'll be curious to see how, how that all works out for them, but I'm still, I'm going, I'm going with the Vikings in this game. I think that the Vikings is, kind of a now or never situation for them. I think this would this was probably the final year for Kirk Cousins if he's not able to make a deep run into the playoffs. I think they start looking at another quarterback. Yeah. And it's crazy because he's a Pro Bowl quarterback and it's hard to give up 35. I think it'd be like a Rodgers uh Rodgers love situation. I think it, like they yeah. get the new guy in and it's like you study until we think you're ready. Yeah, and it's I just think that the the Vikings have got to a point where they they want to go over the top they just can't go like last year they went on that big long winning streak got to the playoffs didn't come to fruition for them and then they end up you know back at the drawing boards again and also the vikings really have not came to the table really to offer kirk cousins a new contract either so i I guess it could be win-win for kirk cousins or lose-lose for kirk cousins just depends how the year goes but i guarantee you he'll throw his 35 plus touchdowns and four thousand yards it's he's He's like the weather, not the Nebraska weather, of course. <laughs> Nebraska weather. He's that California weather, seventies yeah. every day. Yeah, you know, you know what you're going to get out of him. Consistency, good quarterback. So, now we'll move on to the next early game here. Are we, are we coming up on a break? We're probably getting close to a break here. Yeah, we could. Uh, we could actually, if you want to tuck those next games for later, or tie up on this one right here. Let's uh, let's do this. Let's do this next game. Then we'll throw it to break. Okay. So we got the Titans and Saints. It's the Titans and Saints in New Orleans at 12 o'clock. You've got the newly minted quarterback, the New Orleans Saints, Derek Carr, who did not miss many gym sessions this year. If you've seen any <laughs> pictures of him, he's he's huge. He looks good. And then you got the Titans and you got Tannehill, which, man, you talk about not getting much talk at all this year, is the Titans. I, they were like kind of like the the team last year that a lot of people are like, this might be a team that can, you know, make some noise. Um, they lost, you know, AJ Brown went to the Eagles. You still got Derrick Henry there, who out of the top running backs in the league, he's the oldest, he's the oldest running back. So you wonder, is this Derrick Henry Henry's final year of, you know, putting up really good numbers? Can he stay healthy? Because you've got to think if the Titans are going to be successful, Henry's going to have to touch the ball, I would say, 25, 30 times a game, every game. Mm-hmm. They so got Hopkins. I think they'll hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully, and, they're. I think they're banking on Tannehill and Hopkins to figure yeah. out to and, help Henry. And Hopkins out. is another one. Great talent, but he's, you know, 32, 33 now. So he's starting to get up to that age where you're hoping that his talents don't start to erode a little bit and then staying healthy. I mean, the thing with the Cardinals, I mean, he just he wasn't healthy for them. So and then we got healthy. Uh, Murray got hurt. Yeah, and then he was working with the backup the rest of the season, and uh, that was a uh, that was a rough year for Hopkins. And I'm I'm kind of on the same page. Titans scare me. Kind of seems like the place wide receivers yep. go to end their career almost. Yeah, or get traded when they should. Yeah, get traded. so I'm 
I'm a Hopkins fan, so I'm just kind of nervous that this is going to be a bad year for him. And then with the Saints, I wonder what goes on with Michael Thomas. He's been injured the last couple of years. If he can get back healthy, does Carr put him back on the maps? When I mean, before he got injured, he was having 120 20 catch seasons. He was one of the top top receivers in the NFL. Then he had two years of injuries, and you haven't really heard much from him. But if somehow he could get back healthy, you get Kamara back from suspension. Um, you've got something, but I'm still, I'm going to go with the saints. I think, I think Derek Carr gets a victory down in the big easy in his first game as a saints quarterback. Give me the Titans. I, 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 yeah, I just, they got a real recipe over there last year. I I couldn't tell you how many times last year where I'm sitting in my car, just listening to the rest of the Titans game. Cause I couldn't believe how many times I'm like, they're in this game. They got the ball. They got Derek Henry. It's the fourth quarter. There's four minutes left. Like they got a real good recipe. If things are tight, that is the last team you want to play. Yeah. I just think, too, with Derek Carr, I just think he just got a gigantic chip on his shoulder. I mean, he had a chip before, but just the way that the Raiders sent him packing and basically told him, sit out the last two weeks. We don't want you even around the facility. Mm-hmm. I think he's got something to prove. So I think that's what gets it done for the Saints. So, All right, so that will conclude pretty much the first part of this weekend's week one NFL schedule. What we'll do now is we will throw it to break and we will be right back on the wide world of wrath. 